Blog Talk Radio. for the next hour or so, so go ahead and know that if you are listening to us on the simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock here on Monday nights, we're so glad to have you. And because the Lord is moving in a mighty way, it's my pleasure to let you know that you can hear Live Deliverance broadcast on Facebook at facebook.com backslash events backslash www.blogtalkradiodeliverance.com. Or you can listen to us on Apple through the Apple podcast at podcast.apple.com.us backslash.us. Uh, you can also listen on the FM uh, player platform through player.fm series live deliverance. And because the Lord is moving and releasing his glory all over the whole world, we'd like for you to get involved with this ministry and invite some of your friends, your family members, or even your coworkers to come and listen and be blessed. Don't forget that tonight's ministry will be made available for you to share with them about 10 minutes after the broadcast. You can just go to the website and look for livedeliverance.com to the Pastor Steve Lee and the date of that broadcast. Uh, so go ahead now and get a pen and some paper. And if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when you get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Please know that I'm only here because the Lord said that he would give some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth no more be tossed around like children who are carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lay in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, they may grow up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, 
from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, and by the effectual working of the measure of every part, making increase of the body of the edifying itself in love. So now having said all of that, go ahead and get a pen and some paper so that we can uh, get uh, finished with what the God has for us today. So if you would, just join your hearts with me in a word of prayer. We sanctify our time together. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you're speaking to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ as I open my eyes to behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit, that healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus, reveal to us the Father and draw us into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds, in Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, this will be part two of uh, Seeing Then. Um, so we can just go ahead and get started. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, uh, verses 12 through 16, uh, reads thusly, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open before him, of whom, before the eyes of him, until we have to do. Seeing that we have then a high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, but yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Seeing then was like the, the topic or the title. And the Apostle Paul was speaking to us, maybe to try to get us to have the better view. Because if you look at things that are surrounding you, that call them circumstances, things circled around you, standing against you, then you might uh, be frustrated or confused. Uh, you might even walk away from the place of your blessing. But he told us to come boldly to the throne of grace so that we can obtain mercy, so that we can find that grace that's there in the time of need. The word of God is our I have given to guide us into a preordained victory. You know, that's just good to know that before your challenge even came, the Lord had a word that he sent to you to deliver you. Before you had prayed, the Lord says that God knows what you have need of. Your father knows what you have need of. 
before you pray. He would like for us to begin to live in the predestined arena. I was listening to a ministry one time, and the man was talking about uh, the fourth dimension, because we know that there is sight and and, and sound and, and touch, but there's another dimension, and that's the dimension of faith, the dimension that God allows us to enter in so that we will not have the frustrations that are in the other dimensions. He doesn't want us to walk by taste, touch, or hearing, or, uh, or smell. And a lot of times, Christians have been bogged down, caught, and trapped in those other three dimensions. See, he made you a little lower than the angels, beloved. He didn't make you from the scourge of the earth. It's an interesting thing. He made you from the dust of the earth, not even the dirt. He didn't let it go down to the bottom. He made you a little lower than the angels, dust of the earth. That's just good for you to know. See, as you think about it, that when you're going through whatever it is that 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 that, that that's challenging you, or whatever it is that, that you didn't understand, don't go down to the ground to try to get your answers. Okay? Because he speaks to you spirit to spirit on a higher level than the ground, a higher level than your circumstances. See, it's a preordained victory. The word that he sent it has the power to reproduce in your life, to, to, to cause you to be able to go back to the way it was at the beginning, to frame up things by what your heart has connected with in God and then your mouth releases what your heart is connected with. Looking at Genesis chapter uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, again, just trying to give you a, a foundation here. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the world was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. So look at what God did. You were made on the God class. So when God saw a mess, it says that the, the earth was without form, the earth was void, and darkness mm, was upon the face of the deep. That's something that we can just look at here. When, 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 you don't have, when you don't have an understanding of how to effectively shape your life, because he said it was, with, it was without form. It didn't have a shape. It just kind of goes along with anything, okay? If, if you're thinking it's that kind of a way, that's not good. Because when you think like that, he said, that which is void of the form is going to be also in darkness. Void is empty. Without form. See, the, the word of God, Hebrews chapter 11, says that the word of God was framed by the word. It was, it gave, it was given a shape. It was given a template. God framed it by the word. 
and that which he framed, then he did us one better. He breathed into the nostrils of Adam the breath of life. So I just want you to, to gather this in your thinking, that God has framed your word, real life by the word of God, and then he breathes into it by his spirit. Okay? This is exactly what God did in the beginning. He saw a mess. He then moved upon it, inventoried it, hovered over it, and then he breathed and said, let there be. And there was. So the same exact power is supposed to be executed by us. He gave us the word so that we can speak and declare and decree and it will be established because it was already framed. Maybe what we should do is we should maybe take more particular understanding of how we frame our world, okay? Because then when we allow the Spirit of God to have breath to that life, to that word, we can enjoy it. But maybe we framed things the wrong way. You know, the Bible says you, you have not because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss. You you ask for the wrong the wrong things the wrong way. You you want to get out of the trouble and let everybody know that, you know, you 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 all that. See that you might be approaching it from the wrong way. Because everything that we do, we're supposed to do everything, do it all in the name of Jesus to the glory of God. All, not to the glory of your escape. Just from Selah, I'm not not saying that that's what you're doing. I'm asking you to Selah, think about it. Because I know, like in my life, there's been some things that that I wanted to happen day before yesterday, and they didn't happen. Well, why didn't it happen? Because I asked so that I can consume it upon my lust. Yes, God wants us to be delivered. But he wants us to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. So if I've got a portion of my heart that's, that's settled in pride, then that's not what God's trying to do. So I, I need to serve him, worship him in spirit and in truth. See, he has the ability to know. It said, we, went, we just read through it. It said that the, the, the intent of the heart, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. See, like we can't fool him. You see what I'm saying? We we can't get away with this. Uh, Well, I hadn't thought about it that way. We can't get away with this, that, or the other. (laughs) See? Because he wants us to be established in righteousness. The reason why he would want you to be established in righteousness, thank you, sir, is that you would always then live in righteousness, by righteousness. You won't take any uh, 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 position of thought that says it was you and your wisdom and, and your understanding. 
say he wants you to be established in righteousness. When you allow that, things are going to go better with the world. Yeah. See, because when the righteous rule, it goes well with the city. And those that have been trained to function in righteousness 24-7, then the surroundings change. Amen. See, we here have been duped to think that um, this group of people or that group of people is going to do the right thing for me. If you have that thought, beloved, let me just say, you haven't been established in righteousness. Yeah. See? You, 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 you've been established in trusting in something other than God. Oh, we say we trust God, but if we're looking, okay, well, we'll do it this way. We say we trust God, but, but, but that's not the real deal, okay? Because if we trust God, then anything that comes our way, we know we already have the answer, don't we? In fact, we don't even have to go looking for the answer. The answer's in us. Jesus told us and gave us a hint. He said, the kingdom of God is where? In us. Yeah. But we're looking for uh, breakthroughs and answers that, that, that would make sense. I understand how we got here. I do understand how we got here. But he wants us to be able to declare and decree a thing and watch his word that's already in your heart, that has framed your world's cause it to come to pass. Okay, I, I just didn't hear when he said that 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 he wants you to replenish the earth, when he wants you to be fruitful, when he wants you to have dominion. I didn't hear in that that he said, and now get somebody to help you do it. Amen. Okay? So that, that power was resident in the earth from the beginning. And he said something that I noticed. He, 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 the, he, the devil has no effect. Okay. The devil has no great effect on the earth. He's the prince of the power of the air. Okay. He's the prince of the power of suggestions. And people follow those suggestions and they mess up the things in the earth. Okay? Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Okay? The devil does cause things to happen because people listen at those thoughts. They, they are moved by their fears. Okay? God didn't change his mind. The devil just comes and gives us a lie, and we believe the lie and function under the weight of the lie. But we've been given a far greater exceeding weight of glory. Why would we be moved by the weight of a lie, by the weight of a fear? Okay? Fear's acronym is faith, is false expectations appearing real. Didn't say false expectations that are real, said they appear real. He's good 
at, at, at imaginations. That's why God told us to cast down imaginations. See? Everything that we need, beloved, is, is in the word. He sent his word to heal us. Excuse me. I, I have to make sure I quote it right. He sent his word and healed us, not to heal us. Psalms uh, 107 verse 20, that he sent his word and healed us and to deliver us from all of our fears and our destructions. Okay? So, so, so we've got some, some decisions that we're going to have to make. And we're going to have to make them based on the word of God, not by our emotions or by the things that are circled around us. Okay? Satan's seed did not uh, uh, affect the earth. God took Satan out of heaven, cast him down here. And he, the devil messed it up so bad that when God came back for the second visit, it was void. It had no form. And darkness was everywhere. And he, he being God, didn't make it that way because when he made the earth, he said it was good. So then when he came back and said, well, wait, wait, what's happening here? How is this happening? Because there's nothing that was made that was not made by him. And when he made everything, it was perfect in its own time. So kind of look at it. I know Sometimes we'll read the Bible and, and don't understand the, the dispensation of time that we're reading about. See? Because in between, uh, in between God said, let there be, and the time that he came back and it was all messed up, that could be two, 3,000 years. Because every day is 1,000 years with God. See? So just kind of Look at it from that perspective. Since God's thoughts have not changed, then everything that he put in the earth is still under the domain of his word, isn't it? Yeah. That's why he gives us the ability to call those things that be not as though they were, because they're already here. They're already in the earth. Because the, the command that he gave to the earth was to supply the need of the man. That whatever the man needed, whatever the man called for, the earth understood its responsibility, bring it to the man. That has not changed, beloved. That's why, um, that's why you see oil that was already in the earth meeting the needs of people. Diamonds and rubies that were already in the earth meeting the needs of people. Where do you think all of the things that we need came from? They came from the dimension that God lives in that is pure. See? I know we, Jesus redeemed us from the curse. That's what that's what we say. And then we need to understand that as he redeemed us from the curse, that's the redeem, he redeemed us from the curse that's in the earth. So then the earth will still produce for you as you operate the same way Jesus did. Come on now. Jesus walked by a fig tree. And he was expecting to, that it had fruit upon it. 
and it did not. And Jesus cursed the tree. Why? Because it was not producing what the man needed. I mean, the way the whole thing uh, comes into place, let's just go there and, and, and look, at, look, look at that, okay? Again, just so that you can see how it's supposed to be, okay? Mark 11. And, and, and the, he, he walked around in the earth with, with the heart position of God already seated here to do what's supposed to be done in my life at the time I need it, because everything was made for man, okay? Okay, so let's look at Mark chapter 11, verses, verses, uh, verse 12, I see everything starts with an and and a but, that's why I was trying to not say that from that way, and if I started verse 10, it's kind of ending the last passages that he was talking about. Verse 11, and Jesus entered into Jerusalem, into the temple, and he looked round about upon all things. And now when it was eventide had come, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Wait a minute, just, just notice some things. It says that when Jesus was went to Jerusalem, he looked around and he noticed stuff. He checked things out all the time. He was there to make it right because he was teaching us how to live right. And then on the morrow, when they had come from Bethany and they were hungry, seeing a fig tree afar off, having no leaves on it, he came happily if he might find anything thereon. Wait a minute, let me show you something. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. And for the time of figs, figs was not yet. Now, wait a minute. The way that the tree grows is the the the, um, the leaves come out first, and then the the um, the fig comes out so that it can be protected by the leaves. Okay, what function would the leaves have on the tree if the fig was first and it didn't have any protection from the sun? You see how it's supposed to be done. That's why Jesus went to the tree expecting to have fruit because he saw leaves. But it was no, that tree wasn't operating right. Okay? And then he said, um, Jesus answered or talked to the tree. Y'all, Jesus talked to the situation. He talked to stuff. Okay? He talked to stuff. And, and, And if stuff wasn't right, then he would deal with it. He answered and said unto it, no man eat fruit from thee hereafter. And his disciples heard it. And Jesus went on his way. And when they were come to Jerusalem, he went into the temple and began to cast out those that did the wrong things. Watch this. Notice Jesus went there the day before, and he looked around. He checked stuff out. Remember he just said that? That verse 11, came to Jerusalem, went into the temple. And when he had looked round about upon all things, and now eventide was come, he went unto Bethany. So he went in, went away, came back. When he came back, he fixed the thing that was wrong. He cast out those that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of the doves, of them that sold doves. 
and he would not suffer them, any man, to carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught shame. Come on, I've said so many things here. Notice what happened. Jesus cleaned the temple out. <laughs> oh, God, that is so good. Jesus cleaned the temple out and then taught. So let me just ask a question here about our lives, our heart. Do we expect the word to just work without our heart being cleaned out? Mm. Because he went into the temple and he cleaned out the temple and stopped everybody from doing what was normal business in the temple. And he taught, saying, verse 17, unto them, is it not written, my house should be called of all nations the house of prayer? But you have made it a den of thieves. Why was he able to straighten that out? Because of what we thought that we needed to help God. So then we we worship, wow, Lord, we worship God from the position of our help instead of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. We try to manipulate, purchase God. Come on, y'all. I'm just, yeah, I know it's happened. People will give because they think God's going to bless them because they gave. God blessed you with a breath. What did you give for it? See, he doesn't, he doesn't have to bless you because you did the right thing. He blesses you because he is holy, because he is loving. See, it's a, it's a different place. We start at the wrong place sometimes. See, and we think that God operates like we do. So we go and we trade our way into blessing. That's not the way God operates. He says, what I want you to do is take care of the spiritual stuff. My house is supposed to be called a house of prayer. It's of all the nations, it should be called a house of prayer. Why is it that you, Israelites, are, 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 are just making money off of the things God has called you to walk in holiness in? See, love. See? I mean, this is not a, 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 an indictment. It's an opportunity for our eyes to be open. He cleaned it, cleaned out the temple, and then taught, saying, "See, well, I just kind of want you to get that. Sometimes the order of God is 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 pretty important, because we'll go to God begging and pleading, but we haven't changed our heart. The word was sent, but if I got a dirty heart, the word is not going to be viewed correctly, is it? Okay." Just some things to think about. And the scribes, in verse 18, and the scribes and the chief priests heard it, and they saw how they might destroy him, but they feared the people because all the people were astonished at his doctrine. That's kind of interesting to me, that, that the place where God has positioned people to prosper, where he has put his word, Jesus was teaching to them, and they say, we ain't never heard of him like this. How is that possible? Because the hearts of the people had been drawn away by lust. Okay. Just, I mean, you know, just think about it. I want to allow God and see God move in a mighty way in my life, in this country, in this time. So in order for that to happen, I'm going to have to spend more quality time with him so that he can teach after he cleans. Amen. Verse 19, and when he was come out, 
and the evening was come, he went out the city. And in the morning, they passed by and saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling, remembers, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree was thou cursed. It is withered away. And then Jesus answering said, have faith in God. Well, the way it's literally translated there is have the faith of God. For truly, verily, I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall have no doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever things that he saith. So he's trying to open our eyes right there to, okay, conditions should not rule you. You've been given authority to rule over conditions. Verily, I say unto you. Truly, I say unto you. If you've got an issue, say to this issue, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And whatever tangible thing you're talking about, whatever a spiritual thing you're talking about, whatever the block is, he said it would move and be cast into the sea. Because if you would believe that those, don't doubt in your heart, but believe those things that you're saying will come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you're saying. Therefore, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And then he went on to talk about a heart that's not right, and when you stand praying, forgive. I don't know how many times we probably tried to uh, um, release the word with a dirty heart. A heart that has the position that it won't forgive this person, that person, for this situation or that situation. Jesus said, no, no, no. I want you to be able to speak, declare a decree. You are uh, creatures that were made on the God class. And God said. So I want you to function there. But it will not work if you have your heart dirty. He cleaned the temple as an example for us. He didn't clean the temple because he was mad at them. Amen. That's the kind of the way we've looked at it, that Jesus got mad because they were doing the wrong thing. No, Jesus taught them how to do the right thing. He was not confused about his assignment. See, he, he, he told them in the garden, he said, if I wanted to have destruction, my father would have let, come down here with 12, released 12 legions of angels so there would be no problem. That was not my assignment. My assignment was to come and to teach them how to observe all of the commandments of God. Okay? And as I teach them that, and as they walk in that, they will then see that the earth that God made for them would respond to them. He cursed the fig tree, and in the morning, the fig tree was completely dried up. It didn't say that that there was a couple of uh, withered leaves. He said it dried up from the roots. See? It's cursed, and listen to this this one. He said it's withered away. Have you ever seen a fig, a tree leaf? They're not small leaves. They are huge leaves. And for them to be withered away because Jesus 
talk to the Father, fellowship with the Father, walk in faith. And that's what I want to get back to so that he can, he can show us how to walk in faith, how to walk in victory. Okay? I was stating that God operates on God's thoughts, and the earth is still subject to those thoughts. This thinking and this conversation uh, that matters, this is what matters in our lives. When you give God access to bring to pass the things that must happen in the earth that are in heaven the same way, proportionately, it says what happens is that you will then be able to see Seeing then. Okay, that's how I, I got there. It's just like we're looking at things from a position that, that hasn't allowed us to, to enjoy the victory. I'm seeing then. Seeing from what is truth in heaven. See then. Because if you see then, you will see now. Okay? Because God watches over his words to perform it. Let me just help you out. I know sometimes we belly aching and crying before the Lord, and I'm not mad at you, but he hastens to perform his word. He watches over his word. See? So then the quicker way to get the uh, the manifestation that we're looking for is to release his word into the atmosphere. See? Because as I release his word, then the things that God made for his word to follow would then follow. The tree will pluck itself up by the roots and be cast in the sea. The mountain would then be removed. See? Not with a heart that's demanding and hasn't changed, but with a heart that's after God. It would be good if we would train ourselves not to even begin to pray. Because Jesus said, if you don't forgive, your Father won't forgive you. And then your prayer cannot get answered. See, we just saw that, finishing it up there in, 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 in Mark chapter 11. This is what he said. And as you stand, verse 25, and as you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any. If you have aught against any. So that I can't have a, a, a just chosen fruit few that I'm not going to forgive because of this, that, or the other. They didn't like my mom, and I don't like them and their whole family. Come on, y'all. He said, if you have all against any, so that your father is this, who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But, and if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. See? He wants us to be able to have a, a, a right spirit, a clean heart. He doesn't want our heart to have any positions that the devil can use. That's what Jesus said. He said, the, the, the prince of this world comes, but he does not have anything in me. There is nothing that he can use to stop my blessings from flowing. There, there's nothing here. I made sure that I forgive it. I mean, come on, y'all. Jesus had a bunch of reasons that he could have been mad at some of them nuts that was around there. They threw rocks at him. They tried to beat him and stone him. Not on just one occasion, multiple occasions. They talked about him, and I mean, they didn't just talk about him a little bit. And yet he 
stayed in the will of the Father by being able to talk to the Father about the thing, this is good, sir, about the thing God wants to do through him. Not a, woo, that, that a preach. He talked to God about the things God wants to do through him, not about the things God, the other people did to him. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, how many times do we go to God talking about the things that other people have done to us instead of talking to God, asking him, what does he want me to do? Not just in that situation, <coughs> because God is so much bigger than that situation. If I would talk to him, he'll show, mm, glory to God, he'll show me my tomorrow. And then I can live, woo, I can live in my tomorrow now because I'm talking to God and fellowship, fellowshipping with him about my tomorrow. I'm not stuck on my right now. See, Jesus didn't have to talk to God about what people was doing to him, how they was mistreating him. He was the one that said, if they talk bad about you, you're supposed to rejoice. So do you think that Jesus, who told us that's what we're supposed to do, he didn't do it? Come on now, y'all. See, but I guess we probably missed or ran or passed that part because we we I, I, we didn't uh, we didn't want to do too good with the if they hit you on one cheek, give another. We didn't want to do too good with that. See, so then we're gonna remind God in case He didn't know about what they did, rather than asking God, "What do you want me to do for them? How do you want me to to cause their tomorrow to be better?" Because love does not take an account of a wrong done. So if if I'm not taking account of a wrong done, then I'm probably not going to go tell God about it, am I? I'm supposed to forgive my adversary quickly while I am with him in the way. Okay? So then if I've forgiven him while I'm standing there, then I can't leave there and take it to God because we got to get this fixed. It was fixed if I if I did what God said. I just gave them their tomorrow. Whew. Boy, I hope y'all hearing this. There's some of that stuff that's fresh. I perceive it, but I just heard it completely different. I, I, I want to posture myself, position myself there so that God can use me and answer their Answer their issues by my obedience. Mm-mm-mm. See, because if I'm obedient, God says, and if I'm willing, I'll eat the good of the land. Okay? So, I mean, it's it's my choice to, to, to see them instead of seeing now. Okay? Jesus was always for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross, despising the shame. And now is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, expecting to all his enemies would be made his footstool. Set down so that he can then release power in our lives. That he would be able to, to say to God, there's another one just like Stephen. Oh, glory to God. There's another one that's operating just like Stephen. He's not accusing them. He said, Father, forgive them. Don't lay this to their charge. So there's somebody that's acting like Jesus. And so then God did something so great for him. There's only been one, one man uh, uh, um, raptures. 
<laughs> See? He was caught up and met with the Lord right there and there. I mean, come on, y'all. If that's what's if that's what our end game is, it's to be in heaven, to be in the presence of the Father. Why do you think Jesus said that we're supposed to pray that your will be done in earth as it is in heaven? Was that just so that we could get things when we get there? Or so that we, because we have practiced on earth what he wants me to do when we get to heaven. I'm going to praise and worship all day long as I serve my God. See, because I don't have to work and sweat to get things done. I will learn how to release a heart. Glory to God. I'll learn how to release a heart that's after him, and he will bless my heart's position. That's how it's going to work when we get there. Because I don't have to worry about sweating and trying to get things to do that. When I get there, the Bible says that the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nation. So then what, what am I going to have to work for? Everything, every, every hurt that I experience here, when I get to heaven, I will be able to receive healing from that leaf for that thing. He's going to wipe all tears, not some, all tears from my eyes. See, I, I won't have to, to function in, 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 in confusion anymore. You know, because when things happen to someone down here, you hear them ask the question, why? Sounds like to me that they have confusion in their heart. They, because if I know I have the answer, then I don't have to worry about the why, do I? I'm here so that I can cause their tomorrow to be better because I'm, I'm walking with a heart that is pure. I'm already settled that my God's going to supply all my needs. So then since all my stuff's taken care of, I can help draw someone else into the provision of Christ because they can then talk to me about, well, how did you do that? Because I understand him who's called me. Okay. He watches over his word to perform it. He wants to bring it to, to pass. Heaven is our template. Seeing then. But the word has to be in two places, in your heart and in your mouth. It has to be two places. Notice he didn't say that the, the word works by your thinking. It works because of the heart position. Your heart causes the renewing of the mind to take place. See? Because I have to trust, come on, I have to trust in the Lord with all of my heart. See? I have to give him all of my heart. If I don't give him all of my heart, then I can only receive partial information. Amen. I, I just kind of dissected that right quick. That's why we lean to our own understanding, because we have partial information. We are confused. But if I trusted the Lord with all of my heart, then my destination has now been made sure. Amen. Okay. So, I mean, and it's possible that you have not heard it 
spoken this way before because most of the time what we were trying to get is we were trying to get out of the trouble. And so then the, the, the men of God were, were, were helping us to focus on getting out of the trouble instead of being prepared for forever. Come on, y'all. Amen. You know the song, Trouble Don't Last Always. But he's trying to prepare you for a kingdom. That was Jesus' prayer. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. He wants to prepare us for a kingdom. Not just for a deliverance. See? I understand. I appreciate the deliverance. But as the whole process works out, am I now a kingdom man thinking kingdom thoughts? Or am I a natural man trying to force kingdom principles in my life when I have not changed my heart? Jesus cleaned out the temple, then he taught. Just something to kind of think about. The word has to be active in two places. Okay, all right. I mean, these are some of the things that, you know, you can kind of look at and, and, and wonder but if the, if the word is not active in two places, it has to be active in my heart, and that causes my mouth to move. Because out of the abundance of the heart triggers the mouth. The mouth speaketh. So it has to be active in my heart and in my mouth. I remember when I, started, I first started working for a church, I was there for 28 years. And when I first got there, I was already saved and, 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 and seeking God with all of my heart. <laughs> and so um, I would do things. And I was working uh, one time trying to repair something, and I hit my thumb with a hammer. And so, um, you know, I really didn't think about it. Until about, about After about 20 minutes, when someone said to me, they watched me and, and said this. They say, wow, you really want to walk as you saved because I saw you hit your thumb, and you said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. <laughs> and all that just was, that was the first thing that came out. See, I didn't cuss. I didn't fuss. I wasn't mad. I began to approach God in the attitude of worship and praise. Hit my thumb and said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. And they say, well, you showed up want to be saved. And I hadn't thought about it. I had been exercising myself. To do that. See, I was preparing for a kingdom. See, I wasn't just there because that was my job. I was there because information for the rest of my life rested in that church. See, that's why I was there. I wasn't there because this is my 40. I got to do my 40. I was there because information that was necessary for the rest of my life was there. That's just the way I looked at it. So then when when challenges came, I would use the word that was in my heart in abundance and let that come out of my mouth. David said, your word have I hid in my heart so that I will not sin against you. I hid the word there. And and the good part about this, as I hid the word there, I knew where the word was. I did not hide it from myself. Have you ever hid something and forgot where you put it? <laughs> yeah. 
But see, I didn't do that with the word. I knew that the word, when I was studying it, I was placing it in the position of importance. I wanted to protect that word because that word that's protected is going to be the word that furnishes my victory because the word is active in two places. See, the word, ah, there were times, beloved, that, 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 that I would I'll read a scripture or hear in ministry, I would hear stuff that I didn't bit more want to do than the man in the moon. I mean, I used to think, I used to think, when I really read about fasting, I used to think surely God was mistaken here. This this ain't going to do no good for nobody because if I'm hungry, I'm going to be irritable. That's the way I was looking. And then I saw he said, no, 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 don't let your face be like this. Wash your face and don't let nobody know. Okay? And so then I had to had to take that into heart. So then it wasn't me bragging on my a spiritual sacrifice. It was, okay, God is preparing me. He's preparing me. I'm allowing that word to take place in my heart, to be hidden in my heart, so that the word will fill my heart, so that my life becomes the joy that's necessary. Because he said, that's the way I'm supposed to live. With joy, I'm supposed to dip out of the well of salvation. With joy. See? And so then I, 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 I train my thinking that way. Okay? I, I, I didn't just try to uh, go and prove that God is good to me because I, I got my way. Well, did God get his way, beloved? That, that, that's a real question. See? Because God wants to be able to direct your life the same way he directed Jesus' life. Jesus went and fasted and prayed, and he was hungry. Then he came down, and the devil went through the temptations. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. See, this heart, it's already filled with the word. It is written. It is written. It is written. It was written in two places. It was written in his heart and in those scrolls that everybody used to read. It is written. It is written. Seeing then. That, that, that's my focal point. See? That I, I looked from the position of the word of God speaking to me in this situation, not trying to just get out the situation. What do you want me to do, Lord? Because I, I, I have an input in their life. If I operate like a fool, then they're going to think that there are no answers in Jesus. There are no answers in God. There are no answers in the word. But if I go through the process that I'm looking at the way Jesus did, looking unto Jesus, who's the author and finisher of my faith. Because Jesus, the Bible said, he set his face like a flint to go to Jerusalem. He was looking at God. He already knew what they was going to do, beloved. He knew what they was going to do. He told them days before it happened that I'm going to go and I'm going to be despitefully used by the elders. And they're going to kill. He knew they were going to kill it. And he still went anyway. Why? Because of the words that he would hear from the secrets that he would hear from his father. Because his father talks to us in secret places. Those secrets were able to, to, to cause him to be maintained, to be strengthened. Okay? The word is active in two places. So then if you just think of a scripture, but you haven't put it in your heart to do it, then that word is not yet active 
in two places. See, that becomes a, 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 the light and the lamp that he said the word is supposed to be. Then that's the steps that you should walk in. You walked in the light, beloved. So you don't have to walk into questions. Come on. You don't have to walk in confusion. You know what the end is going to be because the word gave you that light. Okay? The lamp is for private understanding. The, the light is for public understanding and display. So if your public life is not looking like you want it to be because your private life is better than that, then you need to walk and let that word become active in your private life. Go settle that with you and God. Get to the place where you understand this is what you're asking, God. This is what I'll do. You can count that done. I know it now. See, I'm not just here playing and wishing uh, uh, that you're going to change them. Lord, you want to use me as the agent of change. That's why the word comes to us so that his will can be done in earth, in you, you are the earth representation. May it be done in me as it is in heaven. Don't let it be done in my surroundings differently. Let it be done in me. And when it's done in me, I'll change my surroundings. I have the ability and the, uh, uh, the, 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 um, the word is guaranteed to settle that I can move mountains. I can move trees. I can even speak to, to, to water and it stops. I can say, peace be still. That's what Jesus did. I was, um, as again, this, I worked for this church for 28 years, and God would use the things that happened to teach me, and I was appreciative. One time I was, um, I was on the, I was a, a chaperone on a senior trip, and we were coming back from Florida. And as I was coming up, I was listening to the uh, the radio, and they were telling me, well, well, I like to hear the Braves game. So when you ride with me, you just go hear the Braves game. So they, they, they got past the point of uh, trying to hear music and all that stuff. I said, you got headphones. Y'all listen to your headphones. And so um, yeah, I'm going to listen to this. And so I was listening to the Braves game, but the Braves game was uh, rained out. So I'm, I'm down in Macon, and I'm hearing that it's raining in Atlanta. And I thought, I said, oh, Lord. I, I, I didn't get a chance to uh, clean out the gutter. And when the rain comes and that gutter's full, it's going to mess up the inside of the church because I don't know why they put an internal gutter system at the church. I, you never do that again. But I knew that that would happen. And so I'm coming down, and I'm hearing the word in my heart, and he said, uh, just like Elijah, he, uh, he prayed, and it didn't rain. I said, well, Lord, okay, I, I need you to help me. I, I specified an area <clears throat> that I said, don't let no rain be in this area. I said, from, I know some of you don't know, but I'll just say it. I was coming down 75, and I said, from Cleveland Avenue all the way up to um, um, University Avenue. I said, no rain can come from there to there, and from 75 to um, – the low drive, okay? So that would, though, the scaffolding road, that would kind of cover the church, right? And so I prayed that. I'm just coming up, just driving on up, and I'm just re re rehearsing that, re selling it in my mind that this was going to happen, selling it with my heart. That's going to happen. I'm coming down 75. 
I mean, it's raining cats, dogs, and maybe a couple of elephants. But I'm still saying, God, this is what you told me to say. This is what you reminded me of. So I'm doing it. I get around um, Cleveland Avenue, and uh, I start noticing it's just drizzling now. <laughs> and when I get to 166, it's completely dry. And I turn down 166, and I get off on the, the exit and go to the church. No rain has happened yet. So I go into church immediately, and I clean out the gutter, go get it, clean the gutter out, so it won't be, you know, causing that. And as I was pulling the ladder down, it began to drizzle at the church. While I, when I put the ladder up and went back to check, it was raining cats and dogs. But because I was practicing getting my heart in the position to do what he wants me to do when I need it to be done. See, I learned some things. And so as I learned them, then I was able to utilize them and bless the church and me because I didn't have to go back and clean up all of that mess. So there is a question that we should ask when you're going through things so that then you will be the master of the thing and you can release, come on, y'all, you can release the glory necessary at the time is a challenge. But a lot of times we haven't learned what we need to learn because the heart's not clean. Jesus cleaned the temple and then he talked. See, the word has to be alive. It has to be working in two places, okay? It's, it's, we can release the power. See, when, when you allow it to work in your heart or from that position, then the word which came from a place of power can then be released in power in the earth. I hope you got that. Allow it to work like that. It came from a place of power. Then it converted my heart. I received it, and now it can be released in power in the earth. That's an established word. That's a, a settled word. That's a word of commission. Commission means that it has multiple people connected together to get it done. You, the Holy Ghost, the Father, and Jesus. People would see me working at the church, and they would, I would do a lot of things, and a lot of things uh, I did that other people were supposed to help. But they sometimes will be there, sometimes not. But I told them, I said, it's okay. I'm counting on the same three people I always count on, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And the thing would get done. That's commission. See, M multiple people having the mission, commission, partners. See, I, I, I take the word, I hear the word, and I partner with Jesus over that word. Because he's going to teach me. I partner with the Holy Spirit because he's going to give me the power. Partner with the Father. And then he's going to give me the, the ability to see clearly what I need to have done. He will give me clarity in the word that was spoken. Okay? I partner with Jesus. I partner with the Father. I partner with the Holy Ghost. Okay? When I partner with the Father, I partner with him as one that wants to give honor that's due his name. When, when you partner and give God the honor that's due his name, then I don't have to worry about if somebody else is looking. 
I do the right thing when people are looking. No, I'm going to partner with God to give him the honor that's due his name. So people looking, that's not my uh, priority, is it? My, my priority is the Father is watching. I want him to be able to say, just like he said about Jesus, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. See, I give him the honor that's due his name. I don't give him lip service, doing the right thing when the right people are looking. No, I chose to give him honor in my life. See? And then because I chose to give him that honor, then he causes things to work together for my good. That would be some of the reciprocal of honoring God. See? The prophet Samuel honored God, and it was stated that God did not allow his words to fall to the ground. My God, my God. He said it, you can count on it, because God honored him, because he honored God. I mean, that's, that's scriptures in there only for that prophet. I would believe that it's there to, to let us glean that if we would honor God at the highest level, that he will honor us. That's just a reality of life. Not, uh, that's not a reality of existence. That's a reality of life, beloved. Because in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, when we live from that perspective, see, that we live, we live under a, an open heaven. See? We don't have to live in the confusion of why did it happen. Usually, if I'm asking why it happened, I haven't learned to trust him in that area. See? Because the God that, 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 that I've committed my soul to, see, he's a faithful God. And he will cause all things to work together for my good. And if I will keep allowing him to work, okay, come on, y'all, that's good. That's, if I keep allowing God to work, then I will see the good. If I give up on God, I will not see the good. If I start murmuring and complaining, then I have not given him authority to do what he wants to in my life. See? I mean, this is just some, some practical things that we could learn here. Paul, the Apostle Paul, had to come to that place himself. And he said, I, I believe that whatever I've committed to him, he's faithful to, 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 to finish that. See? I, I learned this. That, that whatever state I'm in, I, I, I've learned how to operate, giving him the glory. Because I already know that God, my God, is going to supply all my needs. I already learned, learned that, that I can do the things that are necessary through Christ who strengthens me. Am I allowing God to strengthen me? Or am I just bellyaching because I don't like it? Because when we allow God to strengthen us, then whatever challenges come, I already know what the end is going to be. Let patience 
have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. See, the position of heart that has the word alive in it and then knows that that heart is going to release the word of God that is active and alive. See, that's a witness in two places. See, we have to allow commission to happen, not omission, because if I have omission, then I'm not going to be in agreement with heaven. I'm going to leave out a thing, this, that, or the other. But if I'm in agreement, commission, God's working together with me. He's, he's wanting to, to, to cause me to be, he's given me the power to become a son. Well, then as a son, I'm going to have to learn to rule my own emotions, my own frustrations. I'm going to have to learn to rule that because as I trust him, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. As I trust him. Even Job in the Old Testament said, you know, I, even if he slay me, I'm going to give him the opportunity to do what he wants. I'm yet going to praise him. I, I'm going to trust because trust is what God needs to use the word that we speak to become effective in our lives. Trust is what we use. Not just because I have the ability to quote the scripture. Do you remember the seven sons of Sceva? They, they say, well, we adjure you by this Paul, this Christ, this Jesus that uh, uh, Paul preaches. They heard it. They knew it. They had all the tenets to know how it's supposed to work. But they didn't have the inner connection of a heart that has been cleansed, sold out. And them demons whooped up on the man. Why? Because God is asking us to show, display the honor that we released in the secret place so that he can release the honor in the public place. Well, this is, it gets to be fun when you do it that way. It gets to be joy when you do it all, that way. Okay? Jesus showed this principle to us. I'll, I'll start, do this one and hope I can finish <laughs> We got four more pages. I'll pray for me. Pray for me. <laughs> uh, in 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 um, John chapter eight, Jesus still being challenged all the time gave us some hints. In John chapter eight, starting at verse twenty. 28, Jesus said to them, Jesus said unto them, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you shall know I am he. And you'll know two things. Listen to what you're going to know. He is giving us instructions. He's dropping breadcrumbs. He says, when you've lifted up the Son of Man, then you shall know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. But if my Father have done what? Taught me. I speak these things. See, when I'm fellowshipping with God, not because I'm mad, 
if God, when you get mad, are you doing a good job listening? Probably not. So if you can't do a good job listening then, are you being taught? Probably not. That's why he needs to clean the temple first so that he can teach. Okay? Um, he says, I don't do anything of myself. So then that tells us that we should not do anything of ourselves. See, if I'm mad and I'm vengeful, then I'm not doing that in the spirit that God wants me to live, am I? Because he said, vengeance is mine, I'll repay. He didn't say vengeance is mine, but I'll let you repay. See, so you have to let go. Let peace have a perfect work in you. Patience have a perfect work in you. Love have a perfect work in you. I mean, you know where you are. You can say, okay, no, I ain't going to do this. Uh, you know, we, we got the, the band WWJD. Well, why would you not want to forgive? What would Jesus do? What did Jesus give you instructions? I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. So if you haven't been taught in that area what to say, go to class. The one where the experience that you're faced with right now, God is, if you would, he's the original Jew, and he's going to use everything. He doesn't want to throw nothing away. So then this trial that you're facing, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. See? so that you can find out what God wants you to do in that situation. But what the Father has taught me, so that every time uh, they would say wrong things about Jesus and say wrong things about the Father, because Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. So he had to hear, he had to endure all of those conversations. Do you not think that he went to understand what God wanted him to say? I only, I only do what the Father's taught me. I only say what the Father taught me. Notice, come on, y'all, I'm just looking at it. We dig into it here. God's teaching should change my speech. Amen. And I'm not just talking about cussing, profanity. I'm talking about releasing blessings. Now, the Bible tells us that's what's going to happen. It says, when they curse, you're supposed to bless, contrary-wise. Mm-hmm. It says, verse 29, and he that has sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. So since the Father didn't leave you alone, but sent you, come on now, but sent you with the power and ability to win, why do you leave him? Come on now. Okay. We, I don't know, brother that's on the call right now, it was a sister that just really would irritate most of the people around him. And he would say, God, if you can just turn your back for five minutes, just give me five minutes. Now, he was jesting when he said that. I understood that. But why do we choose to leave God when we had the victory when we got there, God will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. You have the victory when you start. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, which means that you must have something that would work 
that he needs to steal from you. Okay? But we don't think it like that because we start wrestling with flesh and blood. I know. It says, the one that sent me is with me. So maybe we should remember that, that God sent me into this situation because I have a victorious mindset. Because I have promised that it's been given to me. He says, it says if a tongue rises up uh, uh, to condemn you, it says that you're supposed to be able to know that it's going to be okay. No weapon, that's what he started with, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you'll condemn. This is your heritage. Is my fighting my heritage? Or the knowledge that the one that sent me equipped me for victory? Which one are you going to choose? Hmm? Oh, I'm going to get them told. No, he said, your heritage is not in that. Your heritage is knowing that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and that every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you'll condemn. Didn't say you will get them told. You can get... You can get connected with God, and then you can command that the devil that made them do say and, and, and operate that way, that you can stop the devil. Condemn that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> the, he that sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. Why not? Because I always do those things that please him. Are you trying to please you, or are you trying to please God? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith was not there to please you. Amen. Amen. Faith was there to honor God. Will you get blessed? Yes. Will you live and walk and operate by faith? And these, and as he spake these words, many believed on him. And Jesus said to the Jews that believed on him, if you continue in my word, didn't say if you visit my word, said if you abide there, live there. If my word abides in you and you abide in my word, then you will ask what you will and it'll be given you. Said live there. If you continue in my word, then are you disciplined, taught by disciples indeed. And because you understand the process. If, look, look at it. If you continue in my word, then you will be disciplined so that people will know that you are my disciplined one. You are disciplined in what you do. Indeed. It didn't mean yes, yes. It meant you are disciplined in what you do. You are my disciples in what you do. In the deed. If you continue, if you give up, if you forsake him, thinking that he done gave you up, because Jesus just said, the one that sent me is here with me. I'm not abandoned. So I'm not going through a trial by, because I'm abandoned. I'm going through a trial because he's with me. Because he's active, alive in my life. If you continue in my word, then are you disciples. If you don't continue, then you ain't. Okay? 
You won't, you won't do what you've been taught. You'll do what you think is reactionary necessary. Then you will be my disciples in what you do. And if you continue in my word and do that, then you will become intimate with truth. And the truth that you are intimate with will cause your freedom. If you don't, he says, you will not be intimate with truth. You're going to be intimate with something else. You'll be intimate with frustration. And then you'll say things out of your frustration that you should have never said. Because by your words are you justified. By your words are you condemned. But because you didn't continue in the truth, you are going to be discipled by something else now. You're going to be in bondage. You will become intimate with whatever that is. You become intimate with anger. And the anger that you're intimate with will put you in bondage. Okay? I'm just trying to dig in, open it up just a little bit so that we can see. Seeing then. That's what, that's what we need to do. See from what's already been done. So I'm going to put a pin in it here. We'll pick it back up next week in John chapter 8 and, and, and go through. But, but you can just take the, the, the last part and, and really get to that, really begin to, to, to function. Okay, he wants me to fellowship with him. He wants me to be disciplined by him. If I continue in his word, then I'm going to be disciplined by him. Or I can stay away from his words, uh, 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 truths, and then I can be disciplined by everything else. Frustrations, anxieties, fear. I'll be known for that instead of being known as a man of truth, a man of freedom. Your way or God's way? God's waited on you today. Father, we thank you for your word that you sent, a word that heals and delivers, a word that can sustain. So, Father, we will look unto you, unto your word, unto the liberty that your word gives us so that we can enjoy all things in, in by your spirit by your word. We give you praise for that, sir. We give you glory and honor. Committing the is done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, as we always do, if this ministry has been a blessing to you, or if it's challenged you to grow in any way, please allow God to show you how you can be a blessing to this ministry through your giving of tithes, gifts, and offerings. Just go to the website, livedeliverance.com, find the donate tab, and sow your seed. Because remember, we're only on the air through the generous gifts and love offerings of those uh, who would listen to the broadcast, cyber members who are here at livedeliverance.com. We want to thank you for seeking the Lord and partying with us here as we take the gospel to the world. Please be reminded that you can invite your friends and family members or coworkers to join in so they can listen and participate on the broadcast here every Monday night from 9 to around 1030. As we all grow in faith and fellowship in the spirit right here on livedeliverance.com. 
so um, we'll give you an opportunity to, if you have any questions or comments about the ministry, give you the opportunity to do that. Area code 770-964-7501, my brother, if you have any comments or questions. <laughs> no, no, uh, no questions. Just enjoyed the ministry. And like to just like refresh your courses, just keep it going. So, no, I don't have any questions. I just enjoy the ministry. Amen. Glad to have you on the ministry. And I, 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 I thought about our sister <laughs> that used to, you know, cause us to to, to, to want to go to God. <laughs> that, that was just oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> good things, though. But God is faithful. So, again, thank you for being yeah. oh, on the ministry. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? I said, it didn't I didn't cause us said. to go. We did yeah. go to God. We had to go to God. Yeah, but it was again, and 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 what was good, and, and that's like I said, as a, as a you said it humorously, because we were not mad because of the actions that we had. We went to God gladly on her behalf. So that was right. just a, it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was part of the learning. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. I see uh, a lot of people have, have, have dropped off, so I'm going to go on and try to keep my uh, my truth and get out of here by 1030. So, um, again, until the next time that we get together, uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Until the next time, love you, be blessed.